So I started watching The Boys. The Boys. And the Boys. I'm two episodes in. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Jen feels about it. Oh, I was just going to ask you if Jen was watching it with you. I, I basically, we like, we, we had a lazy day in the, in the first half of the day. We were like, uh, watching a great British breaking show in the morning. And, and then I was cooking, uh, a fucking absurd amount of pancakes. I was not paying attention. We have like gluten-free pancake mix. And my, why did Mike just, oh, okay, never mind. Um, he made a funny face and I was like, yeah, I thought you were saying it, doing it in response to what I just said. Anyways, uh, we have gluten-free pancake mix and I had two different kinds. And the other one that I bought, I didn't realize it was a bigger box. So when I dumped all of the mix into the bowl, <laughs> I was like, like adding all the ingredients, I was like, this is still so thick. Why is it so thick? And then I was like, oh, this is a much bigger box than the last one. So I had to like, you know, add more almond milk and some other things to, to get it to be a little more, uh, I don't know, like liquefied. So I was making a shit ton of pancakes. And then when we sat down to eat, I was like, do you mind if I throw on like the boys? See if we see if we like the first episode and see where it goes. Um, so I don't know if she, like she watched the first two episodes with me, but I don't know how interested she was in keeping that going is the first thing she pointed out was that like uh dennis Quaid's son looks just like dennis Quaid. she had to have noticed that she's like my age i, mean, not I don't my even age, know who, like... who's dennis Quaid's son wait seriously they look identical uh what's it called huey like uh, pull, pull, pull up a picture of dennis Quaid and dennis Quaid and huey and you're gonna be like whoa it's meg uh, ryan meg ryan and dennis Quaid's kid dennis Quaid kid yeah, but, uh, I mean, sure, a little bit, I guess. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. I mean, I don't know. I don't think she mentioned that. It might also have been because I, I at one point was like, "Oh, look, it's uh, it's comic book Pacey, who's uh, you know, well, you know who Pacey is because you watch fucking Dawson's Creek, Todd." Yeah, but ja- oh, ja- he, Jonathan Jackson, jo- was he in name? it? Joshua I Jackson. Remember, Jackson? I don't remember the first. Season. No, I just kept calling Huey that because he kind of oh, looks okay. like him. Yeah, he's he's like the comic book, I guess, version. Because isn't this a graphic novel? Is this what this based on? Yeah, yeah. Okay. How'd you like the first the first fifteen minutes? You know that that's a pretty good thing to hook you right in. You're like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> um, so I so I'll preface it with this, and I, I won't go into like any spoiler episodes because I know you have not watched it yet, right, Mike? Nope. And uh, I feel like the show is still kind of newish, so you know, people listening might it not is, have watched yeah. it, but plan plan on watching it. So I won't like really spoil anything, um, but. I have, basically the only I know th- I know three things about this show. It was based on a comic book. I believe maybe it's either like a satire of of superheroes or like at least the show is like maybe throwing punches at superhero like like real life superhero mainstream. I don't know. That at least that's what I thought it was about. I don't know if that's actually the case or not. And then I know that at some point there are villains in it that either are actual Nazis or like based on Nazis, but I don't know anything deeper than that. Those are the three things I know about the show. Oh, I don't know like, anything else. Yeah. First season has nothing to do with anything of yeah, like that. So part, third part, but yeah, yeah. So is it supposed to be like a satire on comic uh, book stuff? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's kind of just, 
flipping around the whole superhero yeah. overplay genre. I, I, and I, I like, guess I guess sati- satire is the wrong thing. It's more of like a maybe like a kick-ass take on superheroes. Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Like it's one of them like, deconstructions that people always talk about. Yeah. Oh, it's the uh, Ludo narrative dissonance. Yep, there it is. Uh, Todd, Todd hates that. I just said that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. First two episodes so far, I'm definitely like I am definitely interested in what is happening. I feel like I still don't know exactly what is going on, so I'm at least interested in figuring out like, okay, like what's what's up with the seven? I was like, what 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 is Homelander's deal? And like, I'm just I'm I'm interested in what's going on with a lot of these characters. Um, he, Huey might be the the like the person I care about the least right now, um, but I'm sure that'll change as his situation uh, develops. But and then you know the guy that plays fucking from Rohan and Lord of the Rings, he's a uh, you know someone that's I'm he's I'm great. interested to I'm interested yeah. to see what his situation evolves oh, into. It gets, it, first season like gets real. It, yeah, no, it's just great. It's yeah. more I think about it because I haven't watched the first season since it aired a long time ago. But uh, I know that we were hooked from the first episode. And did Amanda know, like I, it off the bat or no? Oh yeah, she loved it. But like, I remember that like I I'm a huge Seth Rogen fan, and I uh, he is like uh, a producer of that show. He's like heavily involved in that show. Yeah. Uh, but but the show's like I would almost say like the show teeters on more comedy than it does like superhero stuff it's it's in a lot of ways it's the more you watch it too it's it's almost more of a comedy in some regards i mean i would like at least in at least in like two maybe maybe it's only in the second episode there so i just texted jen i said did you like the boy she said it was good so maybe she will watch the rest of it but i think she'll enjoy it i really do um i think so too that's why i put it on but uh i think there was only like one part that was like in the second episode that was like it was like the deep starlight star stargaze starlight that that's yeah, her name uh, so, yeah, yeah that uh was the like deep, so good any any type of fighting like you would expect in like a superhero show or movie and it was like immediately i was like i want this to end because i don't care about <laughs> any of this like and it was very short anyway wait was it was it, it was, was them two it, on a mission together was it was very that happened that was like very like uh kind of really sp- the spoil, I'm not spoil, spoiling spoil stuff. I'm saying... that happens in the first episode. Okay. Yeah, it's a huge part of like everything basically, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can already tell the direction that certain things are going. Uh Well, yeah. after season 3 though, like I'm so excited for where it's actually going and you'll see by the end Wait, of season. Wait, there's two. already 3 seasons? I thought it was only 2 no, seasons long. No, at the end of season 2, but like for I'm excited for season 3 to see where I've I've kind of spoiled myself with some of the comics, but they're not necessarily following the comics 100%. Yeah, they never do. None of these shows do. No, no. I mean, like think you know, the Walking Dead. The, come on. No, the problem is you get a character that people fucking latch onto and love. That there's no way they're gonna get rid of like some of like you know what I'm saying. Like they can't get rid of some of their best characters. I mean, you could. They could, but they'd be stupid. I don't. I don't think so. I. I. I, I mean, I don't know about this show, but I'm just. I in general, I. I think I would like more shows to take that type of risk where it's like. Oh, Daryl's really popular in The Walking Dead. Sure, Daryl's fucking dead now, but 
I'm pretty sure he's still alive in that show, right? That's why The Walking Dead sucks, man, because they never, they took like, they, they always would do like the C and D character deaths. They, and then like finally in like season eight, they'd probably, I mean, I stopped yeah. watching after season four, but like. I, I mean, it's a fine line. Like, I'm not saying like, oh, everyone likes Daryl. Okay, let's kill him in the third episode. I'm saying like, you got to like dance the line. You can't just like throw crazy deaths to get a reaction. But at the same time, I think you got to be, I think you got to be willing to part with, with certain characters to to move one, the move the, like the emotional uh, show piece of the show along. One of the main reasons why Game of Thrones was so good up until the last season is because that they never like you would like be in love with characters on that show. Yeah, and then they would just be like, "Yeah, sorry, no, not yeah." Because it's like it's. I mean, it, granted, it wasn't. Can we say Breaking Bad spoilers at this point? I feel like we can, right? Yes, absolutely. Mike. I mean, I'm in mean, a unanimous here. I can't have a, a split. A well, split just, jury. just 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 turn down the volume. I'm actually just curious <laughs> to see what you think, what you plan to say in regards Someone, to someone's death, a death of a character. Yeah. Who? I'm asking. I need. I need Mike to sign off on this. Yeah, it's, no, you're, it's, you're fine. Yeah, it's sure, freaking, whatever. I don't care. Okay. Uh, if you don't want a, a a specific character death revealed to you in Breaking Bad, skip you know, two minutes ahead, but and honestly, if you haven't watched breaking bad, fuck off. Like, no, there's some sure people that haven't watched it. Um, but yeah, skip two minutes ahead. If you don't want a specific character death that I'm going to speak of right now. Um, but when they, when, I mean, it's gotta be the last season that he does it, but when he kills Mike, like to me, I loved Mike as a great character. I was like, fuck, like Mike's dead again is the end of the season. I think it was the last season that they killed. Mike. I think, I yeah. think Hank was more the... impactful. Who? Hank. Hank. Um, I mean, Hank, the Hank death was when, sad too, but you knew it was coming. But like at the same yeah, time, you, you, you knew like, it was coming. I didn't expect Mike. I I did not expect him to walk up to the car and shoot Mike. I, I knew like I knew Hank was too. dying. Like hands down, Hank's not living. There's no yeah. how can Hank live? If Hank lives, Walt has to either die or go to jail. You know what I mean? Like Hank can't live. Surprise, surprise! Walt still died. Yeah, right. <laughs> Did he, Mike? And and yes. Mike's, and Mike's and I'm pretty sure they mentioned yeah. that in the El, El Camino. I'm pretty sure, like yeah. that was in the news in the background. Yeah. And Mike, they uh, they the they printed his obituary time. in the actual newspaper in Albuquerque after the show ended. Yeah. What were the you saying? Mike, uh, no, just the way Mike dies and like when he's like talking to Walt as Walt, like Walt just shoots him, and then all of a sudden they're talking, and it's like. He's like, what does he tell him to shut the fuck up or something? That yeah. can enjoy his last night. Oh, it's so good. He's like, yeah. shut the fuck up and let me die in peace. Yeah, Mike's yeah. a great character. That was a that 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 death fucked me up. That was a hot. I was gonna say because it felt one very, of my favorite characters. If not, yeah, mine like, too. But it just felt very unexpected. I was not expecting that to happen. Uh, and I know I fell off of The Walking Dead, but like knowing that Glenn dies. I mean, Glenn Glenn was a good character too. I like Glenn a lot. Yeah, uh, but Glenn dies in the but Glenn dope. dies early in the comics, doesn't he? Yeah, he's like you know he gets his head beaten in by Negan. He's like by the Negan. guy who gets his like yeah. But that's not what happens to him in the show, right? Isn't the no, show it doesn't, doesn't he happen. die later? It is what happened. That, that is what happened in the show. Oh, he does die by that way. Oh, okay. Wait, oh, does, does he in the show? Mm-hmm. Like that? Oh, oh yeah, okay. you know what I'm thinking of? Did they fake Glenn's death on a cliffhanger? They did. They yeah, did. Like, that's no, no, shortly before, shortly before that happened, they faked his death. Was it like a season cliffhanger or no? Uh, it was like a mid-season. Been, it might have been a mid-season cliffhanger. Man, when hockey, who, when I who mean, died maybe by Negan was a season cliffhanger. I'm pretty sure. But and it was Glenn. Where it was Glenn, Mike? 
Huh? What was the question? Was it Glenn or was it someone else? Glenn died, yeah, by Negan. And that was a season cliffhanger? I, I mean, maybe The Walking Dead is still good now. I I, I think no, the viewership is has, nope, has tapered not. off, but... It's terrible know. actors, I, terrible acting. Um, they literally had to do the prison fight scene with the governor. They had to do a fucking redo, basically, a season and a half later, because they fucked up the first one so bad, and it was just... They fucked up everything about that. And the governor was like some British dude playing him. And it was like, it, it, nothing about that. That shows, it had some moments of greatness, but it, it, I think the, they had, they switched showrunners like every, every like other season, there was like a new showrunner on that show. Like they clearly had issues with the writers and know. how they were running it. I, I mean, I, I haven't, I didn't finish all of the graphic novels, but I, I can't even remember the, you know where I left off, or what what the story was, or whatever. I think I'm pretty sure I read through Negan, but I don't think I read past Negan. I didn't either. Yeah, I, I stopped it. Like that Negan was like around. He was before 100, but episode 100 of the comic was like the peak Negan, and that's when I just bailed. What? Who? Who's the main adversary after Negan? Do either of you know? Is it the know. guy with the, the guy with the tiger? No, he's a good guy. He actually dies pretty quick. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I did enjoy it for a while, but anyways, welcome everyone to the Pass Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we talk about the boys too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me on this Saturday evening is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Desir. Mike, how you doing tonight? Yeah. Do you eat dinner yet, Mike? Nope. You're gonna po- you're gonna podcast on an empty stomach? You crazy? Well, I didn't get my food ready until this started, so I was like, yeah, I'll I'll just do this. That's that. You gotta you gotta maybe maybe I'll get you a planner for Christmas or something. You, you know, you can you can figure out your budget your time better or something. I don't know. How about you stay out of my schedule? All right, fine, ooh, fine, Mike. Ooh, I'm, I'm not saying ooh. to let me know what your schedule is. I know that. I know that's that's asking too much but i mean you know help you out a little bit you know get a little get a little uh anyways rounding us out this evening is the former overwatch fiend mr action bang bang shoot him up the oculus quest guy (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why i did that that came out of nowhere i was like my brain got ahead of myself what we're going to talk about tonight uh todd how are you doing tonight Good. Actually, it may it kind of fits because I haven't touched. I've turned on my. I was telling Mike I turned on my Xbox probably three times since I've had Oculus. I have, Switch he's is the only the, other thing the, I've turned on. He's the V the VR dad. He's the virtual redad Don't let me speak. No one let me be anything, please. Anyways, a few housekeeping things before we roll right on. And I guess to jump back to the original point, I will continue to watch the boys and finish it. Um, yeah, you'll like it. It's it's super. Uh, it's, I think each season's like eight or second season's eight episodes, first season's ten or eight, so it's very non-committal and they go by quick. Yeah, I just it sucks that they're hour long because you know hours a lot. Oh, yeah, like eight it. hours is a lot of time. Ten hours is not a lot of time. Uh, but a few housekeeping things before we roll into tonight's episode. This episode of the Passing Control Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area, or the North Shore of Massachusetts. On a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, and use yourself something delicious, something sweet, something savory to get you through the day, the weekend, the week. They got you covered. 
You can head on down on Fridays from 4 to 10, Saturdays from 2 to 10, and Sundays from 2 to 9. And if you're like me, and you're staying pretty much inside during the pandemic, they deliver right to your door. Contact Contactless delivery. They'll drop it right in your mailbox, by your doorstep, on your porch, wherever you need it to go. They'll put it. They'll shoot you a nice text, let you know it's there. And you have some hot, delicious, ready-to-eat and fresh out of the oven fatties. And if you're unsure of what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on these tasty, tasty treats. Basically, they have a rotating selection of three different cookies every weekend. They're always different week to week, but they're always the same that weekend. So, you know, if you go on a Friday, the same cookies will be there on a Sunday. But then the following week, it will be three different cookies. Um, but they're always delicious, always tasty. And I believe once a month, they have a vegan option. I don't pay attention to that because I am not vegan, but they do uh, have some have some, uh, I think it's once a month for for uh, vegan conscious eaters. They have that option available as well. And if you need something to pick yourself up on a Sunday morning, they got you covered as well. Eight to two, you can head on down and get yourself a chubby, something sweet, something spicy, something savory to get your morning going. But anyways, if you do head down, let them know Pass Controller sent you. If you do go during October for the rest of this month, they have limited hours because Salem is trying to curb any spike in coronavirus cases. So if you are coming here, Little don't. Too late for that. But if you do plan on coming here, uh, plan your day, uh, make the reservations you need, and check the schedules of what you're coming to see. But uh, yeah, let them My know past controllers. Like, people who planned out vacations during a pandemic to go to Salem who are probably like, they closed everything? What do you mean? It's like, uh, well, you're a fucking moron. For even yeah, doing it's, this, but... <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's just nonsense at this no, point. I, yeah. I, I have no, uh, no sympathy for you. No. Anyways, rolling through these uh, housekeeping things, we got the PTC Movie Club movie of this month yeah, is Grave, Grave of the Fireflies, which you can uh, watch. I believe it is on Hulu. If you have Hulu, if not, you're going to have to rent it or buy it somewhere else. But if you want to participate, you can watch that movie anytime during October. And we are going to talk about it next week, which is the last week of the month. And then uh, we will also announce the November pick, which is Todd's pick, and hopefully it is not something I am going to regret watching again. So, have you ever heard of the movie Gummo? Mike, have you ever heard of that? Uh, what was the movie? Gummo? Gummo? Uh, why does that name do- why is that name <laughs> no, familiar? I'm not going to pick it. It's, it's, like a, it's from like Deep South, like this dude who's, I would never make you guys watch it. I was forced to watch it, and like, I was at the same time amazed, but also like, what the fuck are we watching? Just Google yeah. some shit on it. I I, <laughs> I, mean, I just I have some great movie picks though. I will say, I'm so this guy strong. eating food in a tub. What is this yes. movie, Todd? What it, do you dude, watch? The, the, I, it's it's a uh, it's it's basically life in like middle America, like shitty, like it's it's a very very out there movie. I, I would never make you guys watch it. I'm I, I'm glad that's what you p- pulled up though, because that's what I wanted you to pull up. Him eating like hold Chef Boyardee out of a tub. Gummo estimated budget one point three million gross wor- cumulative gross worldwide hundred and sixteen thousand dollars. What? Wow! Wow! That's crazy. I mean, that's not surprising. It's like very disturbing movie to watch. It's not a movie you want to watch. But I, have I mean, some these pictures are disturbing. Up. 
Uh, I have some great pick, picks lined up, but I'm really torn. On one, and, and I don't, I don't think any of them are horror. One of them's like horror, you know, like, but like, yeah, but you said that about hereditary and I just, uh, I don't need, I don't need to watch know, disturbing I mean, I shit. Like, yeah, no, but this, if I have anything else I'd have you watch that's disturbing shit is like comedy horror. It wouldn't be like something that like, I can't watch this, you know? Uh, we're going to disband the PTC movie club next month. <laughs> I, I already know it. When Todd says his pick, it's going to be done after that. I have uh, a, I have one of Guillermo del Toro's earlier movies that I'm really inclined to pick just to have you guys watch. And it's like, so it's, it's a very, I, I have, I'm having a very hard time. I have three movies that I'm like shuffling around right now. And I, I want, I don't think you guys probably had seen any of the movies that I'm thinking about, but uh, Something tells that me that we don't want to watch them either, but you know, <laughs> no, it's a comedy. It's like it's it's like a, you know, somewhat comedy. But um, yeah, no, I uh, I have a bunch actually, but I'll I'll figure it out. You do you, you guys, do that? You you got a week guys, and a half. Have you guys ever seen your name? Uh, no, I don't think I have. Mike, have you seen that? <laughs> Wasn't that that Freaky Friday site? <laughs> Yeah, I only seen I picked, the original. What if I picked Freaky Friday? That I mean, I feel like we've all seen could, it. I have never seen it. Wait, wait, did we not establish a rule that if we've seen it, you can't pick it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I've, I've seen it. Mike's probably also seen that movie. I probably wasn't listening, to be honest. Jesus Christ, Mike. Have you seen the movie Freaky Friday? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you can't pick it, Todd. You can Original have a... or remake? I don't, I don't fucking know. Why was wait, that Freaky Friday? That movie? Like, I would never watch that shit when I was a kid, like, let alone at this point. I mean, I'm oh, sure I've seen theaters. You started in theaters, Mike? Freaky Friday? Yeah. Uh, I might have. <laughs> I don't remember. You, you'd have to give me a... I'd have to look up, like, the year it came out. I, I'm confused, because... I'd say 20... That came out in 2008. 2003? Yeah, 2003. What, what grade would we have been in, Mike? We might have been freshman. Freshman or 20. in eighth grade. I was twenty. I mean, at that point. I could have only seen my. I I I mean, there's a very small chance maybe I did see it in theaters, and I went with someone I was dating. Mm-hmm. But like, this isn't a watch. Went... This, this isn't a watch to remember. I'm not seeing this movie alone. <laughs> I probably saw it with my family. I don't know your. Fucking... No, that's fine too. I mean, I, Mike, do I, do I hang out with my family in any regard? I'm not going to the movies with my family. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you do. I don't I know do what know my family. I don't, I don't know what what 13, 14 year old you did. <laughs> we went to high school together, Mike. Yeah, but that first year, I was smart enough to distance myself from you. <laughs> Yet that picture that I posted of me and you is from freshman year. Yeah, that was like the one time we took a picture together. Who's just helping I'm, you out? You know, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> w- watch Grave of the Fireflies if you want to listen to us talk about it next week on the on the last episode of October. And, I would uh, say watch it though, because I am too. I was gonna watch it the other night, but I, it was got too late. So I'll, pro- I'll probably I might watch it uh, maybe not tonight, but maybe I'll watch it tomorrow. Um, and wait, I can finally wait before we even go on. I'm sorry. Have you either of you guys watched Johnny Dacko ever? I yes. have never seen that movie. Mike, you have? I have. Damn. Oh, yeah, that would have been my pick. I feel pick. like... Damn. I didn't I watch Esnarco. No, I wouldn't watch that, though. Like, yeah, it's not even... Kevin, Kevin Williamson didn't even write... Kevin Williamson's... Uh... No, wait. Am I... I get the wrong people. No. Uh, I'm thinking of... Uh... 
all his like horror movie he did. But uh, I mean, if Mike's fine with the pick, you can pick that. I've never seen. I th- it. I just think you'd like it. I, I, it's it's out there. It's like an independent movie before like independent movies were really that style. So, it was, but it does a really good job. But we got okay, whatever. I, I have a hundred mm-hmm. movies to pick, so. So I'm I'm very very excited that the next spoiler cast is happening next month. It's actually happening. Talk about Persona Five Royal. It's coming in November. I will uh, soon, not just yet, not just yet, soon I will reveal who will be joining us, uh, myself and Mike, on that episode. But uh, you can look for I'm that to Todd drop in for me. It's going to be real, real weird when Mike starts, uh, when Todd starts talking about a game he played 10 hours of. Um, but it's yeah, I... Huh? So it's a fresh perspective of a guy who played 10 hours of the game in just an imagine, hour. Imagine if I beat that leading into the spoiler cast and I'm like, guys, just throw me on. I'll just sit in the sideline and be like, you know. I mean, if you beat it and want to hop on, that's fine with me. No, I'm no, fine no, with no. it. You're not going to beat it, though. No, I won't. You're never going to play that game again. But anyways, I'm very excited that it's happening. We're definitely recording it next month. You know, if for some reason it's at the very end of the month, then yeah, the episode won't come out until December. But I... It, the episode's getting recorded next month, so I'm very, very excited with that. There'll be more information to come very soon about who's on it and when it will drop, and uh, you can look forward to that. The only way I'll play that game ever again is if it comes to Switch, and I'll probably finish it and play it on the Switch. But Mike, I mean, who does he not... sound like, Mike? Who does he sound like, Mike? Oh, you know who he sounds like. <laughs> you know, exactly. that was me for fucking three yeah, years. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, I bought it because, like, I, I gave up on the Switch, but I mean. I don't know. That's a game I want to lay on my couch. I mean, I guess I could lay on my couch with my PlayStation controller and everything, but you can know. use your Vita and play remote play and you can just play it on your Vita. I've never even tried True. that. But... It'll probably work from your couch because your P- PlayStation's right there. Yeah, so yeah, it'll probably right work there, for yeah. you. Um, but I mean, I get it. It's, it's a long game. I mean, longer for someone like me, who's apparently not good at playing it. But uh, anyways, so that brings us to what have we been playing? And I think it's very clear that I have been playing Persona 5 Royal, but we'll get to me after. Uh, have you been playing anything, Todd? Other than anything. Oculus stuff? We'll get into Oculus so after. So much. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, I mean, besides Oculus, which has been 90% of my gaming time recently, I've been playing I've been playing a little bit more Tell Me Why. It's, uh, it's fine. I'm just trying to get Chivos, you know? That's it. Um, yeah, he's trying to build up his fucking credits. Dude, I, was, I start, I start, yeah, right for real. I started off this month with, you know, like I was at like eight. I just called it your like, credit score for some reason. <laughs> I just <laughs> it, it worked for me, you know. But I, I this beginning of this month, I was at eight hundred, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have like a two thousand two k achievement month, and then all of a sudden, Oculus came out, and I haven't fucking touched anything. Uh, the only which you I'm, should have been prepared for, because I feel like you've been waiting for that. Yeah, but I didn't think it was going to suck me in like this. I mean, we can get into this later, but, like, I did not think, because, like, I know, like, I'm, like, I get car sick if someone else is driving 90% of the time, so I was not expecting to have long sessions of Oculus. But uh, the only other thing I've, I've been playing besides that is, I mean, Disc Room, probably, which is fucking awesome. Um, yeah, so let's get into that, because I've also been playing Disc Room, and uh, I think the game's fantastic. I mean, we 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 gave it, uh, one of our best in show awards at PAX this year. So we, we, you know, we played it earlier this year and had a chance to talk about it um, already so that, and played already. Game, it wasn't on my radar. Like, it, like I love everything Devolver put, puts out. So I'm going to buy 99% of whatever Devolver puts out because yeah. they very rarely disappoint me. But uh, from what I watched what you guys are playing at PAX, I'm like, I don't know. Like, 
I, I didn't kind of get the concept of the game, I don't think, because I don't think I looked yeah. into it enough. Uh, which I'm kind of glad I didn't, because it made me appreciate it even more. But uh, I just love, I was telling Mike this too when you walked away for a second before we started, is that I love games that pit me up against like you or like, you know, Mike or like, yeah. I want to beat your, I, I don't even give a fuck about this fucking finishing this game. I want to keep on beating your scores over and over again. Um, and the thing with this game too, is that like, it's a very hard game, but at the same time, it's kind of relaxing for a hard game. Like we're like, yep. you know how like super meat boys, like, Oh my God, this is way, uh, what the fuck, you know, like I got to do this. Get, this game, I just like, it's very, it's it's easy to understand for the most part, minus some of those levels. But uh, I'm pretty sure I I wrote up a preview for uh for Discrum after PAX, and I'm pretty sure I may have said like almost that exact same thing in my preview, which is like there's this weird calmness to the chaos. Like it's like yeah, it's, it's it you feel it, it's just like it for a game that's like kind of stressful. It's also not stressful. It's like very de-stressing. There's yeah, got to be a fucking term for that. That must that must be a thing. Like Mike, is that a thing? Like doing performing something stressful that is actually de-stressful, like de-stressing. If that's a thing, I've never heard of it, and I want no part of it. <laughs> Most of these games usually turn me off, though. Like these style of games that like I'm constantly dying, and it's like it's a, it's hard to get through. But uh, yeah, this game it, it it works really well. It's so funny because I was more worried about carry on at pax east than this game i was like fuck i don't give a fuck about disc room let me just play carry on so yeah. I give it a- um but yeah to kind of just go off what you're saying about it too like i'm i mean i think you and i are about at the same point of the game which i think might be the middle point i'm not even sure how far into the game it is um but it's it's like you said it's like it's super relaxing i i loved the game without that aspect of like seeing your score in real time on the side of my screen. But that little thing is like such a big driving thing because I'll look at your timer. If you were like level that you already beat or whatever, I'd be like, I'm not fucking dying until this motherfucker. Like yeah. until I pass this fucking time. Like it's not happening. Um, I especially because I, <laughs> I was going to say, I started, the, I started it a little before you, like, like an hour or two, like, and I got all my scores and then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, Oh, I took over some of your scores. I'm like, fuck. Literally five minutes later, pulled yeah. it up, and I'm like, I took all my scores back. I'm like, fuck you. you know? <laughs> yeah, well, that's like last night. I wanted to play more because I was like, I kind of want to. I kind of want Todd to wake up and be like, motherfucker. Right, and that, that's what I love about the game, though. I wish, I just wish like more people were playing it. But I mean, I'm sure. I hope it. It's crazy that these big Devolver games are dropping on like Switch before they're dropping on Xbox or PlayStation. I, I, I am blown away by that. I mean, Switch Switch is a is a wonderful place for indies. I mean, it's it's a hard place for indies too. I mean, I'm not gonna say like drop a game yeah, on get, Switch and it's gonna sell buried. fucking gangbusters, but uh, I think you can you know obviously find success on Switch too. But uh, yeah, Disc Room's fantastic. I I kind of w- want to play more. I mean, I, I we we're talking about before the show. I've run into a weird bug on on my Switch game, so I'm I'm curious because Todd Todd is about to get to the same level as me, so I'm wondering. If he'll also have the same issue, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I ran into a unfortunate, what seems to be like not game breaking glitch, but it basically error message pops up and it pops me back to my switch menu. So I, you know, I sent the screenshots over to devolver. Hopefully if they weren't aware of it, they're, you know, they can figure out what the problem is or if they, you know, maybe they already know about it and they're working on a fix now, but either way, I mean, devolver, 
I fully expect them to, you know, if this is an issue for other people, I definitely expect them to patch this game as soon as possible. I mean, they're devolver. They're not going to mess around with something like that. But regardless, even with that issue, I would, I would definitely highly recommend this game. Uh, I act, I asked cam if he was having this issue because he reviewed it for dual shockers and, uh, he played it on Steam, so he didn't have any issues on Steam. So oh. it could just be like a Switch specific yeah, uh, yeah. problem at the moment. But either way, like even with that thing, it's like I still love this game. It's fantastic. Uh, I I encourage other people to check it out if it sounds like something that that uh, is of interest to you. I actually think you would like it a lot, Mike. You have any interest? Well, in I, I literally said the same thing to him. Didn't he like Super Meat Boy quite a bit too? Yeah, Mike. Mike's a Meat Boy guy. He's got a meat, he's yeah. got a Meat Boy shirt. Yeah, like, yeah. this is like I a, like a Meat more... Boy. Um... I saw Discrim at PAX, and I remember just, like, not caring for it. Same, same. <clears throat> and I bought it, and I fucking love it. And it's so funny. Yeah, but Todd, you do that with everything. Yeah, I mean, no. Like, I, I, I don't usually buy games that I don't But does he love enjoy. it, though, Mike? Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, th- this year, I, and I say this every fucking week, but this, I have, like, 15 games that I fucking love this year. This is, like, hands down. This year has been nuts for me. I, I don't think you could pick out another year where I could be like, you know what? And I feel like I'm in the minority on this. I feel like this is one of the best, one of my favorite years for gaming in a very long time. I don't think I could think of another year where I had like, I have five to seven game of the years for me personally. And I still have about another 10 after that that I've enjoyed really, really a lot this year. So I, yeah. yeah, this this year has like been a... It's been Final a Fantasy shitty year. At the top of Todd's list. And you know what's so funny? That's like one of the only games that is not in my thoughts of this monster year, which that game's I, on. I know everyone. you hated it. I know. No, no, I know. It's, a, it's a lot of people's game of the year. Never. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. I, I don't know. I, I just don't see it. I, I, I and then like I, I that, the, the problem I have with that game is that like people like can like pick apart all these other games, but then a game like that, they're like they won't pick it apart, and then just be like, oh, it's Final Fantasy, so you know it's really good. I mean, I'm sure there are some people that are doing that. I, I've definitely had conversations with people where that's not the case. But, uh, I mean, yeah. yeah awesome. I, the music's I, awesome. Cool. Great. You know, yeah. Like the, no, I mean, I don't know. It's Listen, everything's subjective. People have, people I, have, I have my... Bli- people have their blinders on with that game, though, because the dialogue in that game, you go back, you listen to that dialogue, and you and after I say that dialogue in that game is not good, and that's a huge part of that game. And like, Yeah, but I never... So, hold on. Like but everyone's like the story's so good. I'm like, how can a story be good if the fucking dialogue is trash? Like, but the story is sense. good though. It's not though. It's not because like, no, the story is good. I'm, I don't that I will disagree anything. with you on. The dialogue yeah. can definitely be cringy at 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 many points and kind of whatever. But the story, I would disagree. The story is good in that game. It's convoluted. Todd, Todd it's, the story that doesn't make it convoluted. bad. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't make, it make it bad. Make it, good. it doesn't make it good. I didn't it's say good. it made it good. I didn't say that a convoluted like story means it's good. I, I'm, but I'm I, down for like a weird, like, like throw me like a movie that I don't understand. Cool. But like, don't throw like, just, it's still, I don't know. I think, uh, you're, you're, I understand why you don't like the game, but I, you're not like your I opinion. I love Final Fantasy seven. Like I love the original and I think this game is not good. Like I just don't think it's good. I don't think the remake's good. I, and I, and I, and that's now, fine. It's fine. Listen, it's fine for you to not like it, but like your opinion isn't fucking the stamp of this is what it is. Like, cause I no, disagree with I you. Agree. I think the story is good. It I literally don't. made me fucking play the original right after. 
Yeah, and the original story is good because guess what? You get a forty-hour game that explains the whole story. Listen, we just we listen. played a forty-hour game that gave us literally three hours of the original story, and like it was just stretched out. It was over way down. It was. If just, you're listening so... to this episode of the Fast Control Podcast, I urge you to I'm listen minority, to our so. spoiler cast of Final Fantasy VII, and you can hear our conversation about this game in greater depth. But I don't want to rehash it right now. It's very clear that we disagree. I'm not even giving it a fucking 10. I'm saying it's more of an eight for me personally. Yeah, it's like a but... 75. I'll, and I think that's gracious. I think that's like a not a bad score. You're allowed right. to not like the game, Todd. Like no one is like slapping on the wrist because you said it's bad or you have issues with it. And you're fine to think the story's bad and you're fine to think the dialogue's bad. I'm just, I disagree with you on the story part. I think it is a good story. I disagree with you on, I think the combat is incredible. And I think no, like, boss battles are good. Everything else besides boss battles is just like, uh, here's a tight, here's a tight corner. Fucking try to make your camera work. And everyone's like, oh, it's a Square Enix thing. It's like, why are we still giving Square Enix a pass 15 years later on this? Shit? Listen, hold like, on. Like, you can't say that shit because why are we giving fucking, why are we giving Rockstar a pass? Because Red Dead is not a good controlling game. Yeah, but not. you're in the minority on that. Like you, you say I'm not in the minority, that, but like, like I, I disagree completely. I like, I, am very critical about how games control quite a bit like witcher 3 everyone's favorite fucking game in the world i fucking hated how that game controlled it felt yes sloppy. i know yeah and so does red dead it doesn't feel sloppy though it just doesn't, listen it doesn't, you got you have your blinders red on red, because red arthur, red morgan. Red Whoa, yeah. arthur morgan the story is so good in this game i'm but, playing but, a western no, spaghetti no, western I look at me i'm covered in pasta sauce story, mr yeah. spaghetti western <laughs> but but red dead like I never felt like you feel I, like I was Batman. Fighting, I never felt like I was fighting the controls in Red Dead. I never felt like I like had That's to like all I felt like I was doing. Yeah, but like you just like I don't know, like I, I don't know. I, we, we've talked about this over and over. Yeah, again, you tr you try to tell me that. Yeah, you're you're. Your I don't. I just don't understand then, how you can say controls in Final Fantasy are great, but not in Red Dead because they're both I, like like again. You're. I said all I said was. The, the fighting, the combat in Final Fantasy VII was amazing. It was not easy to pick up and understand, but once you got into that flow, I fell in love with it. And Wait, I think, think about using that. a potion every thirty seconds is fucking fun. Like, like, hold on, let me use. Have a you played any JRPG it. ever? That's yes, I mean, but what? Turn I think that suited better the turn based and not to fucking melee You're, combat. Listen, I am not telling you that my opinion is correct. You are allowed no, to have no, your opinion. But my opinion is I loved the combat and the the longer we've gone from that game coming out and me playing it to now, I think about the combat and, like, and I think about the, about the story. Combat. You can't even jump in the game, but like there's a vast Anyways, amount of aerial combat in that game where it's like, oh, oh, there's not on, a vast amount of aerial there's combat. There's quite a bit. There's quite a bit in that game. There's even bosses that are like aerial combat. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. Like. People, yeah, I mean, it, it does game, switch game, to Barrett or switch no, to a, a, someone with spells. Barrett is fucking as boring as hell to play, though. Like, there's not like this, he's not a fun character in that game to play. He's Anyways, not. <laughs> go listen to our Final Fantasy VII spoiler cast because I, Todd and I don't agree. I we wish, don't need I to agree, I but I don't know why you're wondering. I'm huh? pissed I wasn't more aggressive in the Final Fantasy spoiler cast. I was just being very nice to people who I, 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 I was in a room. I was in a room of people who very much enjoyed that game and I was the outsider looking in and I was like, fuck, everyone seems like super happy to talk you, about this game. So I'm just going to shut the fuck up. Yeah, but you are allowed to bring no, of course. your different opinion. 
that's what I think that's what makes conversations great because you can like get to the bottom of of things and and offer like you know valid uh criticisms of stuff and i think that's what just happened i think brendan's frozen now nah, brendan or he's, what or he's you know or he's holding his breath huh Wait, what? You froze for like a while there for us. Oh, I did. I thought you were pulling on me. Yeah. Can you guys? Yeah, we can hear now. you now, but like you froze, and then for the audio to catch up, you like it sped up everything you just said into like a short second and a half. Okay. Well, then the fucking the Discord call is trying to move <laughs> us away from this conversation. Clearly, so we're we're done talking about this. Um. Anyways. There's that. I don't even know. I don't even know what we were talking about this prior because we went into a fucking Final Fantasy Game 7. Game of the years we were talking about. Like, I just brought... I, yeah, I was brought uh, up yes. like, okay. this, this has been a great year, basically. Yeah, no, it is a great year. And again, like, Final Fantasy 7 isn't even in my personal top five, but there are things I love about that game. I'd probably call it an eight if I had to give it a score, and I'm really excited for whenever they the put up the second one. The best thing about that game was Eric. So. For me, personally. I liked her combat and everything, and I just... Everyone else was kind of just blah to me in that game. At the beginning of the game, I hated using anybody but Cloud. I wanted to always play Cloud, but then I got into this rhythm of people's cooldowns and yeah. switching between yeah, everybody. Yeah. So then yeah. I was like, then like then it was just it, like you just get in this, this loop of moving around between characters and casting abilities and doing stuff. And then for some reason, just the presentation of it, like when you switch to like using someone's abilities and everything slowed down and it was just moving very slow, like. I don't know. It's just very, very well done. Yes, I agree with you. The cameras, the cameras in certain sections are kind of garbage and all this stuff. But like, I'm gonna live with it and roll with these punches because the combat for me was so fulfilling that I didn't care. I'm sick of, and I know what you're gonna say, but I'm really, really sick of slow moving, chugging games. Like that, I felt like there was so many parts in that game where like you're gonna walk through the town, but like it's like sets, and then you know, like it was just. Yes. No, I agree with you on all this stuff. I agree no, with I you that you, like it felt like there was a lot of stuff that was slow and unnecessary and oh, I'm squeezing through another corridor now. I'm doing this like the fucking hands in the in the tunnel, like all all this stuff. Yeah, I, I trust me. If that stuff was tightened up and removed and fixed, it's going to be a 10 out of 10. And for me. That, yeah, I was going to say if that game down. was 20 hours, I guarantee you I'd be raving about that game a lot more than what I am right now. I don't need that game to be 50 hours. A game that was based yeah, on the I, five I, hour segment in the original game you know like I, I don't like that part doesn't bother me the fact the fact that it's like based on a small portion of the base game and blown up into this bigger thing that part doesn't bother me but i did feel like the game itself was too long for what it was if if it was you know 40 50 hours but it was the full final fantasy 7 story i'm all i'm all in oh boy fucking, yeah hell yeah that would have been perfect or even if it's like half the game, if they're going to do two parts yeah. and it was like 40 hours is half the game and then whatever, I'm all in. But, I you think know, they should have stuck. To, they should have been more clear with people about what their intentions were with this game. And rather than just being like, we don't know when the fuck the second part. I don't even out. I don't even know what their fucking intentions are. No, I don't know. I Listen, who knows if we could get this game sooner than everyone thinks, because Final Fantasy 16 is supposedly coming next year. So if they're cranking out Final Fantasies now, who knows? So if that's coming out next year, that means this game is not coming out for another year and a half to two years. It's different people. 
people. It's different teams no, working know. on it. They're not going to fucking put these people against each other and have to battle it out against, like, you know. I, I think it's different yeah. audiences. And not, yeah. I think there's, I don't, anyways, there's definitely some, some bleed over, but, uh, anyways. Have you been playing anything else other than Discrim, Doug? Anything else worth uh, mentioning? I don't think so. No. Just VR. VR what about VR, you, Mike? VR. What have you been playing, Mike, this week? Uh, Fortnite. So, oh, wait, I've been playing Fortnite, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, shit. Todd, Todd's actually pro sniper. I was like, wow, Todd's getting fucking headshots over here. Uh, I haven't played this week that much with you guys, Mike. And then I know there's this new update, Fort Nightmares, correct? Mm-hmm. I played with them. I played with them, actually. I oh, you played it, too? Yes, I played with Dom. I played, like, the full... I didn't like it that much. I'd rather play, like, original. Yeah, so, like, explain it to me, one of you, Mike. What is Fort Nightmares? Uh, basically, the... Most of the map is covered in fog. Uh, if you die, you come back as, like, a ghost. And you can basically attack living people still. But Can if... you get revived as a ghost, or no? No. It's basically you basically just have two lives. You've got a guarantee you're guaranteed to come back as a ghost. And then after that, if you die, you're you're just gone. Oh, so after Mike just said that, so it's funny because I played. I wanted to try a couple modes on the new uh, Call of Duty. For the, they have something similar, event. right? It's exact same. Mike, I was like, wait, did these people is it just talk to each yeah. other and do the exact because I played the Fortnite one first. So when I saw the Call of Duty one, I was like. I'm really confused right now. Wait, this is which like, one came out first? I don't know, but the Call of Duty one was like, like after playing Fortnite first. I don't know which one came out first. I was like, it's different, but it's the same. You know, yeah, it's I didn't, legit, it's I didn't know that game. until uh, I was talking to a coworker because they were playing Call of Duty and they explained that's the so mode. I'm like, oh, wait, that's just like in Fortnite. <laughs> um, that's so funny. I feel, like I, I feel like I saw the advertisements or I saw like the, the promotion for call of duty stuff at least the stuff with like jigsaw and that's uh, way better love... the other ones are wait good. jigsaw is in call of duty right now and in, in, there's a uh yeah. a, what's it called it you drop it's it's basically warzone but with like horror characters and zombies and everything okay maybe they gotta stop with all of these like crossover things happening because i don't i don't what it's not just jigsaw it's jigsaw leatherface it's, leatherface uh, some very like prominent horror people weird so uh, are can you play regular fortnite right now mike or is it all only this these uh, modes with the ghosts? i think i think we had tried to play regular mode and we couldn't <gasps> Dom was no party, so i don't so oh I don't know God, if it's that's, certain, but... that's crazy if that's the case because like the first thing I asked after like one or two rounds when we played the other night was like, can you still play regular mode? Because like that's all I wanted to play. I was like, I don't like this. So so I guess spell it out for me a little bit clearer because I'm trying to picture it in my head. Me and you are on opposite teams, Mike. You kill me. Do I then just immediately turn into a ghost where I was standing, or do I drop it again, or you, how does it work? You, you can claw people. You can start going after. So like, yeah. oh, you don't so get after, guns. You don't get no. guns. You just have you have claws, and then you have like a like a a screen teleport. Or it shows yeah. you where survivors are, like in your vicinity, and it marks it for like everybody, all the other ghosts for that are like in the area. Uh, so when you die, you basically like a little robot thing shoots up into the air and then it respawns as a ghost and then you drop again and you basically drop in the same area where you died but there's probably like a, a 10 15 second delay between 
you dying and then you coming back as a ghost. Okay. But like if if I died and I was a ghost, like I could still group up with you guys and we could still no. win. No. So for instance Oh, it's a different map? No, oh, it's the same map, I'm sorry. It's the same map, but all the ghosts are basically one team. So oh. so when me and Dom are playing, if I happen to die first, when I come back, outside of us being in a party chat, we cannot we're not on a team anymore. But you're trying to oh. kill the living players. Yeah, so like I, I in I'm supposed to kill Dom, among other things. Like I, he's one of the people I can kill. But so then, if Dom, so let's say you're playing, you become a ghost. If Dom wins the game, do you still get a win or no? I don't know. We haven't done that yet. Interesting. Hmm. I was I mean, not a fan of the mode. I, was I, I would imagine that it's only going to be here until probably Halloween, so. I'll, I'll, probably not only because for him to win, he would have to have killed me as well. Gotcha. Interesting. Um, I, I, I'm pretty sure that there's also uh, Ghostbuster stuff coming to the Fortnite tonight too, Todd. You know, what's so funny, though, about that thing is that when I was playing and I was like, oh, so this is now becoming Call of Duty where they're taking out modes that I'd prefer to play. And now I got to fucking play this mode. I was like, yeah, I, I, when I went to the Call of Duty Halloween gunfight was only 3v3. It wasn't 2v2. And I'm like, can I just play fucking tourneys or gunfight and you guys stop changing everything every week? Like, yeah, you're not going to like I'll, I'm the crazy thing is I'm still jumping into Call of Duty randomly like here and there. But, like, the more they, like, I jump in and I can't play the modes I want to play. Like, I can't even find Search and Destroy. I don't even know if Search and Destroy exists anymore. Like, I, I, I tried playing a Search and Destroy match the other day, and I'm like, so they took this out too now? Like, what is happening? Yeah, I, I'm, not a, I'm, like a, I'm not a fan of, like, rotating out main modes and stuff. They want to rotate around, like... Destiny, Destiny did that shit, too, apparently. They, apparently, they removed more content than they've added in Destiny 2. I didn't even know this. Like they pulled out a lot of stuff. I don't know what they pulled out, but like a lot of people bitched that like some of their favorite things that were in there were like pulled out and like I don't know about that. No, Destiny pulled out like a lot of content that was like not worth being there to make the game a smaller file. They they they're Destiny's basically doing like a a vaulting thing where they're gonna vault content, pull it out of the game to make the game a smaller file size and like then they'll add stuff in and rotate things out over time but i think it's all like you know older like planets that like oh yeah if you did this string of content for this dlc like there's no reason to ever go back to this planet again unless you didn't do this dlc i think that i think that's the only stuff they took out um yeah i wish i wish like if i'm playing an only multiplayer game though i would prefer them not to remove some of my favorite modes on like a bi-weekly basis i, I just don't like that at all trying to they're trying to keep you playing i guess i don't know they're trying to keep you fucking like, playing they want me to play other modes but like maybe i don't know I, I i agree with you like main modes should stick around to some capacity and then the other stuff you know rotate around if you want the other game obviously i finished persona 5 royal this week um my like overall thoughts. Obviously, we're gonna do a spoiler cast, so I'm not gonna talk about Persona Five Royal for a long time here. But my overall thoughts here on Persona Five Royal is that it is a flawed game. It is not a ma- it, Sorry, can, it is not a so perfect I game. Go into this. Can you let me know something that bothers you about that game? Because I'm actually really curious. Because I never hear anything saying said negative about that game. I only hear positive things. 
from me or just you never hear it in general just for you in general but i want to would like to know like just a, a, i know we don't you're gonna have your spoiler cast but i'm kind of uh, curious like, yeah what i mean i yeah i have no i mean i i feel like there are certain parts of the game that uh like especially towards the end there are a few sections where the story kind of recaps itself for no reason i'm like i, I just played fucking oh, 100 okay. hours yeah. I, I don't know like little things like that but like not enough to make you go i hate this game now um i think In, i guess a, a bigger issue is that i feel like some of the you know the dungeons in the game are called palaces some of the palaces i feel like are very I feel like the puzzles that are in the palaces are very easy to figure out, but can be tedious to actually do. And I don't like puzzles like that because uh, I just feel like, cool, this is not hard to figure out. It's just you're just kind of wasting my time. I'd rather just see the story progress than than so do I'll this. Never play this game because I felt no, like no. Cause see, I felt again, you're asking me to say bad things. I'm gonna no, critique no, no. it. I'm gonna tell you the first dungeon. I was like, I'm fucking getting bored with this first dungeon already. Like, it's oh, like see, I first... see. I don't think Kamoshida's Palace is a bad palace in the game, though. I don't think it's bad, but I just like, I was like, if this is what I'm gonna do over and over in every palace, I'm not in a rush to play this game. I mean, I think that the first palace also teaches you a lot of stuff, but uh, on purpose, it's a little bit slower for that reason. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I, I again, to, to get back to what I was originally saying, this game for me even though I think it does have some issues, you know, both gameplay wise and with uh, some narrative choices, I think it is still for me, a 10 out of 10. And it's probably somewhere in my top, top games of all time. I I love this game. So uh, I love the characters. Uh, I like the overall story, but I, 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 again, I do think there are some things that definitely are not fantastic. And there are definitely some things that, uh, I think I think when Atlas decides to do a Persona 6, they need to look at certain types of character relationships that they make and certain types of uh, choices they make in regards to uh, just just character interaction, just based do on what the story change, though, I guess, because I didn't play a ton of Persona 4 Golden, but I played a good amount of it. And are, are they all just fucking very similar? Because I feel like this is the same issue I have with Final Fantasy. I'm like, at some point, I just feel like I'm playing the same game over, but it's like a new shiny coat of paint. I, like, this, are, are you talking about the story or the gameplay? Both. I mean, I've never played a previous Persona games. So I don't know, but like, I think the stories are all pretty standalone, and and like, I think I think people actually like the stories of the games overall. Like, and I think they're all, uh different like i don't i don't think it's the same type of like overall I, plot played golden, right? i started i i'm not gonna say i started golden because technically i did i booted it up i put in my name but i didn't get i didn't even get to like the first real uh not scripted combat part so gotcha um but uh, to your point there they're similar in the sense that, um, what's a good way to explain it? Because the 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 core part of the the game where your teenagers using personas to fight other demons, that part's the same throughout. But outside, that's of that, what makes it persona. Really that's what makes it persona. Yeah, but nothing else is the same. the The story in 
Persona 4 I think was... more like the combat, though. Is it more of just like, you know, because... Uh, I think older I... I think older Persona games are different. And I think 4 and 5 are more similar, but I think 5 has a lot more quality of life features and like better fluid stuff from what I gather, Mike. Uh, I believe 1 and 2 were very different from the rest. 3 through 5 were somewhat similar it they progressively change things to make things more different for instance in three i think there was just one big palace that you just kept climbing up interesting um, and i think i thought three was included in this but maybe not maybe it's prior to three prior to three uh cam told me that the the palaces and dungeons were actually all randomly generated so they were never the same when you went in there oh that's awesome uh that might be true i i don't know if Three might be included in that. It's just, like I said, uh, it's just a very tall tower, uh, palace. It's I like, think it's, it's like mementos, basically, then. Like mementos, but going up in the, the floors. Yeah, basically, where the floors are random, uh, procedurally generated. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say that they're different enough. I mean, I think, I think, from what I understand on the series, if you were to like start with five, I know you played four, so you're a little bit different, but if you started with five and went backwards, I think it would be much harder to, uh, you would definitely notice things. You would definitely be like, Oh, like five was a lot more this and smoother and you know, all the stuff. Um, I don't know. I, again, I, my, my overall thoughts are, I love the game. I love the characters. Morgana is amazing. Makoto's great. I mean, I, I like the core. I like the Phantom Thieves. I think they're all, you know, there might be one or two that I'm just like, eh, whatever. But uh, how long does it take to figure out what's going on in the interrogation room? Like, how far in the game do you have to get to like know what's really happening? I mean, far for me, it took me like I don't know what, like eighty hours to get there, <laughs> ninety hours. Yeah, Brennan got like a hundred hours, and then he finally got to that point, and it's like. Oh wow! Oh, I mean, there's a there there is a point where you figure out what's going on in the interrogation room, but it's like yeah. you know three quarters way into the game, I would say, right, Mike? Um, is it part, is it part of a palace? Bro, hold on. We're, all right, we're not doing this here. You, you can ask wait, these wait, questions off the podcast. Someone, wait, you're telling talking to someone who like has not like has no knowledge of anything with this game, so it's not like I'm yeah. Like, but you're asking all the questions. We're going to keep answering it, and then it's just going to be the episode. Yeah, which is so, fine with me. I don't care. We, we we can talk about it if you, we get i'll have no problem answering these questions for you off the podcast do me but, a favor blink twice if if that's what's happening and we don't have to let the audience know mike it's more com- times, mike it's more it, mike it's more complicated than that <laughs> anyways uh so yeah look forward to our persona 5 royal podcast we're going to talk a, a lot more about that game obviously and todd won't be there to fucking derail it or say it's bad <laughs> or or whatever um, no, i'm gonna invite him it'll be fun <laughs> but the other game I've been playing is the oh, been playing. I already finished it. Is the Red Lantern, which is another game happened that came out the same day as Disc Room, and we happened to give both of these games awards at PAX this year. Um, but the Red Lantern is basically a narrative roguelike where you are you. The character doesn't have a name. You're you're just a a dog. You, you're a woman that wants to uproot her life start a new life with her dog, adopt four other dogs, uh, dogs led across the Alaskan wilderness to a cabin and start your new life there. So the story is you pick four dogs at the beginning to join you. They all different, uh, you know, 
traits that can kind of affect certain things that happen on your trail. Um, and then the roguelike aspects that come in is every time you start a run, <clears throat> excuse me, every time you start a run, it's not the same. So you don't like, basically there's a lot of different things that can happen to you. You know, as you're going, you, uh, you know, you'll run into wild animals, other things. And it's like, that stuff isn't like, if I pick the same path, it's not going to be the same thing. The next How run. long is a run considered? Like, is it like, like in roguelike terms, like, I mean, it depends because there, there's a an, another interesting aspect that this game throws in is survival. So yeah. basically, you there are two meters that kind of govern what you can do in the game. So your dogs have a stamina meter and you have a hunger meter. And if either one of those runs out, you lose. You 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 the run ends because you starve <clears throat> you starve to death, or the dogs, uh, you know. They Same. they yeah. they also I don't know if they start death or they just fucking give up and pass out or something, but you have to manage those meters. So in order to fill them back up, you need to feed the dogs and feed yourself. If you stay out traveling too long, you become tired and your meter goes down quicker. Um, if you get injured by an animal your meter also gets affected. And if you get injured a second time before being able to heal yourself, you'll die. Um, your dogs can also get injured, but I never let any of my dogs die. Um, so the See, ways to... Stood, it stood out to me. On the, I remember the, I never really heard of this game until you started talking about it recently, but um, then I think it was in the Nintendo Direct. It was, it was a Nintendo it, Direct, yeah. Yeah, and it was one of the games that stood out to me, but I'm also thinking like, is this more of like tell me why kind of game where I'm just kind of or, um, or the, the roguelike elements make me want to play this game compared to like a tell me why game? It, it's 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 tough because like I don't I don't think this game is for everyone, but I yeah. think that for the people that it would appeal to, it is a really good game. Like it tells a an interesting story. You're, the character that you control is the only human in the game. So like all of the dialogue is the Just girl talking basically talking to herself or talking yeah, to the yeah. dogs which i kind of enjoyed That's cool. um but like the writing is good the story is good like the motivations for the character make sense um but like i think is where the slow real... walking is there slow walking elements or is it like no you're you control like, the character like no you don't control the character you, okay. you basically you basically when a run starts both the meters are full there are trail markers as you go. And every okay, time so you can you, choose to where you go and everything. So, well, every time you pass a trail marker, the dogs lose one stamina. Okay. You only lose one hunger bar. If you choose to do anything. So like, as you're going, you'll get to points where you have to tell the dogs to either go left or right. So that happens often. And then as you're going, you know, a bear may just come out into the middle of the fucking track and attack you. You got to deal with that. That'll take away hunger. If the bear hurts you or kills you, then, you know, that ends your run or hurts you. How do you prevent it from killing you? Is there like weapons or is there? So, yeah, there are like, there are different, like you start very bare bones. Like when you start yeah. the game, you have like three bullets for your hunting rifle. Okay. You so have, you have a rifle. In. Okay, cool. Yeah. You have like very limited amount of food that you start with. Uh, you have one piece of birch wood to start a fire. Like you have very limited supplies. Um, but you can make stops along the path if they present themselves to doing that. So it's like, you'll be traveling and it's like, Oh, okay, cool. I have, you know, I, I have two hunger bars left, so I need to 
camp so I can feed myself and I need to find more food. So it's like, I have to budget my hunger meter so I don't die from starvation to be like, okay, the next opportunity I get to hunt an animal, I need to stop and hunt that animal, which will cost me a hunger bar, but it gets me more meat that I can cook. Um, but like the, this game sounds great. I I, I just have too much going on. I'll, like yeah. a couple months when like I'm like oh, I have nothing to play right now. This is yeah. like the perfect game. No, it, it definitely has some interesting elements. Like there's and as you progress and and like discover more stuff for runs before you know. Obviously, you, I'm assuming you could beat the game in in the first run. You'd have to be very lucky and very smart with your decision making to do that. Um, but like I found uh, a flint like a piece of like, I don't know, like a basically like a, this metal flint thing that allowed me to start fires whenever I needed to at camp, instead of having yeah. to waste meter looking for wood. Oh, okay, uh, cool. And then like, I found an ax. So it's like, okay, cool. Now, when I do go to get wood, I don't have to waste a meter to chop the fucking birch off the tree. I can just use the ax to do it or whatever. Um, and then like the more you discover in previous runs, if you fail on the next run, the way the way that like it it like structures the runs is if you lose you wake back up in your uh like the van that you're driving and it's like oh it was a bad dream um and it's like oh i i just realized i should bring more food with me so it's like the, it'll start you with a little bit more food or it'll be okay. like oh yeah, no, you know cool. what yeah. i i realized that we should probably pack an axe with us because we're going to need that to chop wood so then like, so it's, like after, it's like dead cells that yes. like, helps you like along the yeah. way yeah, yeah, yeah. so okay. after you discover something it then lets you start with that item too which cool. makes yeah, it like yeah, a lot a lot easier especially because like later in the game like you have to you have to like budget your decision making and like if you get too risky and the fucking trail doesn't go your right way. Like you're going to just die. Like there's no way yeah. around it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's unique. It has a good story. I mean, it's not like a story that's going to beat you over the head, but I, I yeah. liked what the story was doing and I liked what it meant for the character. And it resonated with me in that way. So, you know, indie, a good indie game uh, from Timberline studios. I would definitely, if anything that I just described sounded like something that would be of interest to you, I would definitely check it out. I'm um, I'm I'm learning more and more that rogue lights are like some of my favorite, you know. Like I don't know why I like that. There. I don't know why I like that genre so much. It's weird. I did, I honestly didn't think it would be. I I should have seen this coming though, because you love fucking uh, Splunky. But like, I I never would have pegged you for like a big roguelike person. Oh man, uh, well Dead Cells like hit me over the head, and then. Hades, I mean, dude, I mean, I think Hades is in like my game of the year talks over all. I, I need to finish it still. I'm so fucking bad. Did my I screen mean, just can you hear me? Yep, you just turned yeah, to green. You yeah, just turned, um, just turned yeah. to green. He went plaid. Um, <laughs> wow. The uh, uh, what was this? the Hades or something? Oh, Hades, yeah. Brendan, you know how many runs it takes to fucking officially beat that game? Uh, if you want like the true ending, if do it like what forty times or something? No, it's ten, ten, ten beat, ten. Oh, you just beat it ten times. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's just like I have gotten to Hades since then, probably three or four times, and I've almost killed him every time. But the only way I've ever beat him is if I have all three of my revives, basically. 
Interesting. Yeah, I need I to get back to it. I beat him with a gun, which is like a weapon I barely use. I won my, my first win was the gun. I don't even. I've used the gun probably five times total out of my like eighty runs. But that game is just too good, man. It's it's too fucking good. I uh, I. I with everything going on still, I still do a couple of runs of Hades. Animal Crossing is just like I'm not even doing it daily anymore, which is kind of depressing. But I mean, it is what it is. I will say this is the first week ever that I haven't been doing my dailies every day. Same, hundred percent. It's yep. it's not because I don't want to. It's yep. simply because I've had a lot of stuff going on, and Persona Five needed to get finished, and it's like I dedicating almost all of my time to Persona Five, and then. Perfect segue. The other thing taking all my time right now is fucking Oculus Quest Two. Because before you go into that, though, I'm not getting enough joy out of Animal Crossing right now. It's just not. It's not it's hitting all the. Light it'll come back to you. It'll come back to you. It'll come back to you. Yeah. Oh, it's wait, a game. Fuck, trust what's me. Today? What's today? Saturday. Saturday. Oh. All right. Just go on. Why? What's Saturday? I, I'm, supposed to, I'm supposed to pick a new person today. I forgot. <laughs> Why did someone move out yesterday? Yes, like I just camo frog asked to leave, and I'm like, you know oh, what? I'll take a new person. You better Whatever. not fuck that up. You better not waste the day and lose lose the spot to some random person. No, you're gonna get like you're gonna I, get I, a, I a fucking dummy like, in there. I have like 20 um, miles, so like I don't have nice. to do any. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> um. <laughs> so if it was the perfect segue until Todd fucking right, I had to. I had freaked to out about Animal Crossing. Yeah, he had to remind himself. But if you listened to last week's episode, Todd was very excited to finally get his Oculus Quest Two and spent a good portion of that pitching why both Mike and I should buy one. Mike bought one during the episode. <laughs> I yeah. bought one the next day. So congratulations, Todd. You had you you forced both Mike and I to uh you convinced both Mike and I to buy Oculus Quest Twos. And the what we didn't know beforehand was, was that Todd is actually Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Well, the craziest thing about this is, is that usually like I need to have people to play games with. Like I enjoy just playing games with people and I know how hard it is to get everyone on the same page. So like Xbox and everything can be like hit or miss, you know, but like I don't need anyone on Oculus. And I'm so glad that you guys got this because I'm having a blast without you fucking guys whenever I play it. Whereas like sometimes Xbox, I'm like, oh man, it would be, this game would be better with playing with someone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like every I, maybe it's because there's so many new things that I haven't touched in like years, you know. But uh, I'm having I, I fucking love this thing. It's it's yeah. I've dumped a lot of hours into it. I mean, so it, it's an interesting space for me, and maybe Mike will share some of this too. Is because like a lot of the games that are on there currently, I already have on PSVR, and I've either already played and beat, or I you know I'm like I don't really want to spend another thirty dollars on the same game. Um, but I think for someone who doesn't have VR or hasn't had access to VR, I think Oculus Quest 2 might be like the thing to get, unless you have disposable income and a nice high end PC and want to get like a fancy, you know, like the HTC. Actually, I don't even know what the, I, I can't speak about the HTC five because I have no idea, but I know the valve index is like, you know, super premium, very expensive uh vr situation i i have no idea how the vibe stacks up to this mike i don't know if you do Mm -mm. so i mean if you don't have access to a psvr and you don't have access to a pc that can handle a vr headset i think the oculus quest 2 simply because it is a standalone machine with some really great experiences that are on it available to download right to the headset i think it's uh you know, potentially 
could be a very, very, uh, it could basically be the switch of VR. I, that's, uh, that it's literally how I view everything is what you're saying. I a hundred percent agree. Yeah. Like, like and the it, crazy, I don't think you, I comparing the PS, if you have, like, I don't even think you should tell people to use the PSVR compared to this thing. Like I, I well, think you just help. Well, so here's the thing is that the Oculus quest unless like they will, I'm sure they will continue to make games specifically for the quest too. Um, yeah. But I mean, it is it is a standalone piece of equipment, so it doesn't necessarily have the power that something like a P. Like I understand the resolution and other things are better on Oculus Quest Two compared to PSVR, but PSVR is plugging into your PlayStation, so it has a little bit more horsepower. Um, so and and from what we know so far, they plan on supporting the PSVR through PS Five, so. You know, there could potentially be situations where you can't play games on Oculus Quest 2 unless you use a cable to link into a PC that you have. Or if, you know, if they offer console support later, which would actually be kind of awesome if fucking Xbox or someone was like, hey, you can plug in here with USB. We'll we'll let this ride, Um, which is what I honestly think the route microsoft is going to go it would I was be smart say, now that if we were talking if, about this beforehand yeah. and that makes so much more sense now if you they, know? yeah if they're not going to make their own xbox headset for vr they would just be very smart to be like yeah you have a vr headset you have yeah, this this support, or this yeah. awesome you go. plugs right yep. in have fun have a good time um want us to make an exclusive game you know <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i mean honestly like if 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 the series x opened up VR support and our Oculus Quest headset worked on that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, or, or yeah, if the Oculus Quest 2 worked on Series X, if I'm someone who's just a console gamer that like maybe wants to dabble in VR and doesn't necessarily care too much about the Quest, but wants VR on my console games for whatever reason. Yep. I mean, the Series X looks way more compelling to me than the PlayStation because, you know, I have and options i have options for headsets and not just locked into buying the playstation version um, you know it's crazy the- it's crazy to me though because i honestly think vr is such an untapped market and i think that the quest is trying to tap that market now with the 299 because like honestly like it's very few times in my life being playing games since i was fucking you know six years old i'm now fucking 39 VR, like, that I'm playing now is, like, the first time in a long time where I'm like, this is fucking something so cool, so different. Yeah. It's just, like, a unique experience. And now they're doing, like, you know, we'll get into it, BRs, where, you know, I'm not a big BR fan, and this is probably, like, one of the, my favorite BRs I've ever played just yeah. due to the fact that I'm playing it in VR, you know? I, like, I, I think virtual reality is is tough. I think I think it will, you know, mostly always be a niche thing until it becomes... Like, I want it to be like a big thing because I think it can be, and I think this it, thing. No, can it be, definitely it can work. be, and it definitely will continue to grow. It's so I just think tap, that at, at, at this current point, you know, besides the Oculus Quest Two, which I think is a very aggressively priced headset for what it what it is capable of, um, I think it's, that it's hard for VR to become a more mainstream item because it's a very expensive. B there isn't a lot of games that are currently made for VR in general, just because of the nature of, you know, it's a small install base. It's this, it's that, you know, whatever. And I think a lot of the games you see in VR are a lot of the same type of thing. 
and not necessarily like these cool experiences. But I do think there are a bunch of good experiences that are like killer apps for VR, Beat Saber being one of them. Um, I'm very curious about uh, when Splinter Cell and um, what's the other one? There's another one coming to Quest too. You said it last week, probably, and I already forget. Yeah, I can't, whatever. Well, even that alone, like that's like something that people. There's people who are a fan of that series that haven't well, gotten shit from that. That they're well, be that, jumping on board. Well, that's the thing is like I think I think Valve putting Half Life on VR was up. a step in the direction of hey, you know, we believe in VR. There's a future in VR. You know, it's never, it may not ever be this big mainstream thing, but there's enough of a, of a you know, a thing there. You know, same thing with Ubisoft putting Splinter Cell. It's like, there's oh, enough. Oh, that's the other one. Assassin's Creed is the other one. Oh, okay. So like there's gonna other. Dope, We're going to be jumping with fucking like the knives in our hands. I don't know if building. I'm going to get that or not, but I, cause I was, I was sitting I'll down today. To it. Don't worry about I, it. Yeah, I know you will. I was sitting down today <laughs> thinking about like, the future of VR games and like what, what I actually personally would want in a VR game and what I look for in a VR game. But Mm -hmm. this episode is already too long. So that's a conversation for another time. Um, But at least for now, my time with the quest is I said it last week. A lot of the reasons that I was like hesitant to get the quest was I already have a PSVR. I understand it's a wired thing but for me in my personal situation it doesn't bother me because i don't i'm like fine with the wires and how i set it up and stuff but at this current time based on just how my office is set up setting up my psvr requires me to move my all of my playstation stuff to the other room and that's just a hassle i'm too lazy to do most of the time um so like the idea of a Oh, the quest is a non-tethered thing. I can just go into any room, set up my play field, and play was like a very appealing factor to me. And again, someone who is fine with the wired experience, I I, you know, obviously it's better to have no wires, but I could manage and be fine with the 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 wired experience. Playing Beat Saber, the way that I play Beat Saber for exercise without wires beat saber is a game i would never want to play wired again because being able to just fucking get after it and just get in there and fucking sweat my fucking balls off playing this game and not have to worry about i don't know anything other than don't like move around like move my plane of where i'm standing to like fucking run into the wall or something uh yeah, it, it, it's it's fantastic. I will say the only thing that I don't like, and I am actually going to look in to see if they sell some other situation. I don't think the headset itself is uncomfortable, but the memory foam or whatever it is around it. I I mean, I play Beat Saber to work out, so I get very sweaty that like when I charged it after my session of Beat Saber and Pistol Whip and then like went to go play whatever with you guys later in the day, it was still like kind of moist and i'm like nah, i don't like that like the only time i've sweat during playing any of these games was w- which we need to revisit was when we played blaston and i was like dude i gotta stop i'm like dripping sweat yeah <laughs> wait well i mean i i play beat saber with the with the i'm trying to make myself sweat and keep my heart rate up as much as possible oh they have a mode like i didn't even know they had that what in beat saber yeah no i know nothing about Oh wait, no, I thought you said like there was a mode that you can like 
get no, your heart rate going. The the way that I the way that I play Beat Saber is this is I basically from song to song, I like I immediately just go right into the next song. I take as minimal of a break as possible okay, and just gotcha. keep doing it. I also play on expert and I play with the 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 uh not intensity the the tempo turned up is that, yeah. is that right mike i i play with the songs playing faster so everything is faster so i'm like just constantly fucking beat myself up um and i do that for at least 30 minutes but now at the quest and it's a little more f- like freedom and stuff like i did a session for an hour the other day which i haven't played an hour of beat saber straight in a little bit and i was like really fucking kicked my ass and what made it even worse is I then decided to download Pistol Whip and I played Pistol Whip for the first time and I played that for like another 30 minutes or so. And Pistol Whip might be like the next main part of my like video game centric workout because Pistol Whip destroyed my fucking quads. Like my legs were so sore after because you have to, you know, duck down from shots and like move underneath like pillars that are coming your way and stuff and arches. But fuck, man, that game was good. I tried playing it again tonight after I showered. I was like, I already worked out for the day. I went, Jen and I went for a walk around the cemetery, and I had come home and showered. But I was like, I kind of want to play Pistol Whip. <laughs> and I like stood up and played a few songs of Pistol Whip, and I was already like starting to sweat, and my legs were like already garbage because I did squats today. And I was like, Yeah, no, can't play Pistol Whip tonight because I'm gonna fucking die if I keep playing this game. But it's so good. Pistol Whip is like a killer app like uh, pistol whip and beat saber are like two of the best vr games i've ever played uh There's, so good remind remind me after this because i just downloaded a free game that has like i look at the licensed music and there's like 180 like songs that we all know it's not like eh, there's a song here and there that we know it's like a workout game that's free i have to look up what it is i i, I forget what it's, it's i have it on free? it's free and it has uh, licensed music and it's basically beat saber but for like exercise basically mm-hmm. is what it is and like I mean, different, I, like peaceful environments and everything interesting I, I like didn't go through there's a lot of free games and apps and experiences that i was starting to go through today uh i'm trying to I I'm try, yeah i'm trying to dig a little bit deeper into the into the what's available on the quest because i i think uh you know for the people that care about vr i i, I want to try to you know put together maybe some lists or stuff of like things that we think are, are worth playing or checking out um but what about you, Mike? Like, what? How, how is your first week or so with the Quest Two been? Like, are you regretting this purchase? Are you happy with it? We're like, on like week two at this point, I think. No, uh, Kim, you bought it last week. You're on week two because you got it on Tuesday. We didn't uh, get it yeah, on Tuesday. We didn't get to the weekend. Yeah. So this is week one. Uh, half the week it has been uh, like this, just kind of in this thing. Mm-hmm. I need that case, though. Really bad. Yeah, it's a nice case. Oop, I don't even have it zipped up. That was that would have been bad. Um Yeah, it's cool. Do you, you, just get, your... you just gotta you gotta play Population One with us, and I think you're gonna really enjoy it. let's talk about population and population one in a second. Before we get to that, uh Mike, what do you think of Rec Room? Which is another game that we spent oh, like a, so a, a fun I, uh... for me a fun evening in. How do you feel about Rec Room, Mike? The 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 games in there were Way better than they should be. They're was, way it, better than they should be. <laughs> it it's it brings me back to the um like Wii Sports or something yeah, like that. Yes. Yeah. It's like that, just Wii Sports 
except in VR. There's a bowling we haven't even done too. That that's actually were... Mike. That that might be the correct way to describe this yeah, game. I didn't even think about that. Uh, Rec Room is a free game, which basically is you know has a social hub called the Rec Room where you can go and just like you know play ping pong or hang out eat pizza you know maybe throw some donuts around you know have a good time it's a it's a living world so like other people that you don't know show up in there too but then there's like a bunch of like other types of modes you can play we i know we spent a lot of time in paintball we spent a lot of time in laser tag and paintball and both of those are like paintball like i play paintball daily i didn't play like since we've been playing population one but you gotta let me know. I'm down to hop into paintball. Oh, dude, I, I play I play paintball for an hour or two a day, minimum. And then I'll play laser tag for like it depends on which one I get into more. I just it depends on which yeah. one I jump into more. But uh I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy that rec room is my go like I play like a I play a lot of walking this thing's just taking over my entire gaming time, which is fucking feels like it's gonna fuck up my eyesight in like two weeks. I'm gonna be like, guys, I need glasses. <laughs> you know, it's like real glasses though. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I'm I'm enjoying Rec Room a lot. Uh, I, I feel like you, you you like Rec Room, Mike, but you're not like you know you're not going to bat for we it. We haven't here. played it. To, well, we haven't played it together enough. I think that's half the battle. I think when you stop playing yeah. with friends, uh, I, yeah, I like play with you guys like once and let's, well, that was yeah. like, we'll, we'll, we'll play all a nice long games. session in that though. Like we 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 played, we played some we played, disc golf. Um, we played, you know, we played. Oh everything. yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah disc golf, paintball, laser tag. Echo VR is another one that I want to spend more time in, but I think that has potential to be really cool. I know Mike Mike played through the tutorial at least. I don't know if you played any more of that, Mike. No. What what did you think of that? Just like floating around. It was kind of disorienting at first. Very disorienting. Um, I don't know if I want to put the effort into actually getting good at it. Because... It's really cool. It's just probably not. I think the good thing about uh, the quest is that I think the player base is across the map so many walks of life. Like, it's not like a hardcore group of gamers. There's just so many, like, every game we play, like, when we played Population One, every person we came in contact with, for the most part, everyone's talking. Everyone's pretty chill, except for the fucking people that aren't on your team that are yelling stuff in between the match. But, um, yeah. But but for the most part, like I, my experience with VR is that every game mode I've played, it's probably because you have to because either you mute it or you don't mute it. It's like always on, basically the mic. Yeah, everyone's pretty fucking cool. Like I haven't really ran into like too many. I I would expect it to want, run into way more. There's a lot of kids. Yeah, which you know what I don't well, give kids like whatever the free pass. But honestly, just just the way that like online gaming is in general, where it's like so toxic and mm-hmm. people are like swearing and like saying you know you know derogatory things constantly. Like I agree with you. You know, for the brief time we've spent in VR, I feel like we haven't really encountered that. It's not tainted yet because because everyone is in awe of what they're using. There's a lot of new people who've never done something like this. Yeah. And they're, and they laugh when they get in, when they put that headset off. I mean, I did and I play games all the time and I put that headset on and I start dying laughing. I'm like, Oh, here we go. You yeah. know? And it's like, it's everyone's just giddy and having a good time. And there's always like a couple assholes here and there, but I will say it's been a lot of positivity and I expected hardcore negativity, even like me and you played population one with a kid the other day. And we were like, kid was probably like 12 max and mm-hmm. afterwards and afterwards we were both like dude that kid was so chill he was the man yeah. you know like- <laughs> well, it was funny because like we we get into get into the match and 
like you could tell this kid was like you know like like 12 or something you could tell he was very young mm-hmm. and just based off of my preconceptions of playing any other multiplayer game ever when a kid <laughs> that young gets in the microphone i'm just expecting like yelling music Chaos. to be playing or you know him to start saying like the n-word or something and i'm like i'm like already not looking forward to this right interaction and the dude you know the kid comes in he's just like so where do you guys want to drop and uh we're like oh we don't care like whatever works for you we're like we're just like whatever it's like clearly a little kid and todd and i are fucking 30 plus people you know what i mean (laughs) and uh you know we're we're just like we drop at the place and like the kid's just like hey i found an extra gun over here if you guys need a gun you know whatever and then like I think the we kid asked dialogues the whole match. Like we would call. Yeah. Out. Is that the yeah. We won? Did we win? That yeah, match? we won that match. Yeah. We did. Okay, yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, we were in conversation about the match itself. But then at one point, like Todd and this kid were having like a, like oh, yeah, a deep conversation that. about the walking dead game and like all this stuff. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, why can't other people just act like this online? Like why, why is this difficult? Like Can this I is a, this is an that? enjoyable experience. And it makes me, it doesn't make me sad, but it gives me like a happy feeling that, when we were playing with it, I'm like, oh, I really hope Liam turns out to be this kid. Yeah. I'm like, I, this is the kind of kid I want Liam to be, and I hope that's what I'm doing. Because yeah. I was like, it was such a, like, especially being a dad, too, it makes me approach everything so differently. Where, like, yeah. back in the day, be like, oh, you little whiny kid, you know, like, whatever. <laughs> but, but, like, but, like, now, like, I enjoy, like, I get excited when we get these matches. And I'm like, I, I mean, we're not playing Overwatch over here. Everything's super positive. Like, nothing's yeah. like, I mean, don't get me wrong. If I'm playing a good team in paintball, I'll be like, fuck, let's go. Let's go. You know, like, yeah. other than that, like, you know, it's, well, it's, I, I'm, uh, I'm also curious too. I wonder if like part of it with VR is that like when you're playing a game on like a controller or on a PC, I guess, like, I feel like, I feel like the game, like this, if you're good or bad at the game is completely dependent on like, if you're good or bad at the game using a controller where in yeah, VR, yeah, yeah. I feel like there's, like everyone's so, dealing with the same kind of yeah thing it's like it's like not yeah it's like it's it's a different type of experience in regards to like yeah, it's a learning you, curve it's what, yeah it's like you're not going to just like pick it up and be like oh i'm good at shooting games so i'm good at this it's like no like right i'm like using these weird controllers in my hands and like aiming with my actual hands and eyes and it's like i don't know i think it's a little i think it like changes maybe some people's perspective or something yeah man, absolutely but uh with that being said Todd brought it up already and we we're kind of just talking about it a little bit, but there's a new BR that is out and I, is it Oculus exclusive? Uh, uh, I think it's, and I don't think I will, I don't believe so. I think it's on a couple other platforms. It's on steam I, too. So it's, it, it's on, uh, VR platforms, but it's basically, you know, I don't think it's, it's not on PlayStation. It's that's the only thing. It's no, on. it's, it's just on steam and Oculus according yeah. to their website. So it's, it's not, um, I think there have been other battle royales that have come to VR, but, and I'm obviously we haven't played any, but I think that for what this game is and what it's trying to accomplish, like it works very well. Yeah. Um, Mike, so it's basically how many people are in a match dot? Do you remember? I think 18, 20 or 18. I don't know. It's not, it seems like a lot, but it's not a lot. Yeah. It's not a hundred. So basically Mike, you're in teams of three and you know, just like any other VR, you like drop into the match or whatever mm-hmm. and, you know, picking up guns and, and shields and whatever else you may be. And you can build walls and stuff too, like Fortnite, I guess. But because it's like 
VR and your the way you're handling everything yourself. It's just really it's just really interesting. Like the map's not super big. Uh I don't know. I like I'm not gonna sit here and say Mike go buy this game for thirty dollars, but at the same time, it is a really, really good experience. Controls um, really well. Like it does control really well. Control that well. There's but, but, there's there's an aspect of climbing, Mike. So you can basically I, scale. Yeah, you can scale <laughs> anything. And like the way to do that is you are using like the, like the the buttons to like gra- grip yeah. stuff and you're yeah. using your hands and climbing up. And it's just like, I don't know, it works it's so well and it, and it feels it feels like once you get a hang of how the game controls, like at first I was like really bad and I was like, oh, I don't know if I like this because I'm like not good at like I don't it's just like a lot to like process at once. But once you start getting used to it and it's like, oh, I got to fucking climb up this building real quick. And it's just like, I just start, I put my gun away and I just start like hustling up the thing. It's just, I don't know. It's, I'm, so, I'm, I I actually like, I was taught, I like all day today, I was like, fuck, like, I wish we could play this game right now, but I knew you couldn't play it yet. And I was like, I played, I texted you, get my text there? No. It was early in the day though, right? Yeah, it was early. Yeah. yeah I think I was still like cooking or yeah. we were watching the boys or something. But, uh, Later on, when you were picking up the kids, I was like, "Fuck!" Like, I kind of want to play that. That's why I played Pistol Whip. I was like, "I need to, I need right. to play something." Um, but no, my first match of Population One. So my first, like, after the training and everything, I went into a match, and I had this dude. He was Australian or something, and he just seemed like he was a sarcastic fuck. But he brought me to the middle point of the map, and he's like, "We're gonna climb this thing," and I'm like, "All right." And that's like that giant black thing in the middle of the map. It's enormous. You know, like what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm climbing it. I don't think you realize, Brendan, we should really just do this just to record it and see how funny it is because I was like literally gasping for air because you're, you're, it's not, it's, it's probably like four minutes of climbing. Like you're just climbing. It. It's, it's ridiculous. And it's, uh, the dude was laughing the whole time. He was just doing it to fuck with me. Definitely. <laughs> so, yeah. But it was pretty funny. I was, I still, I, I was literally like, Dude, I can't do this. I'm I'm holding on to the side, not moving for like a good like thirty seconds. I'm still like holding my arm up. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm like I'm kind of digging it. At first, I think I might have said it to Todd last night. Like after our first after my first match, I was like I don't know. And then like the more we kept playing, I was like, fuck, this game is really good. Like it's like how it is with most VRs. Like you just gotta dig into them a little bit, and they all kind of. I haven't had yeah. I haven't had. Out of all the games I've bought, which are quite a bit, I haven't had really any stinkers yet or anything that really disappoints me. Yeah, I so I was digging into the shop a little bit more. I didn't buy anything else yet today, but I did. I, I started, I think it's called Quill. Have either of you, it's free, and I think it's already installed on your headset. It's a, it's a bow and arrow game? No, 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 it's not a game. It's like, a, it's like an animation app. Oh, no, I don't know. So it's... I, I don't know if you can also create in it. I wasn't doing that, but I was just looking at the content that's there. And it's just like, basically, you know, people can go in there and make, you know, animated things like, like narrative, like a story or, or whatever. And it's like, I, I watched, I went into this one that was like, I'm in this person's, like, it's a story. Like, it's not oh, like wait, I'm, wait. I'm not like with other people, but like I'm sitting no, in the but- bedroom and I can like look around and like see everything. I'm like, this is kind of fucking weird. Uh, and then I was scrolling through to see what else is there. It was like, oh, the chonky cat challenge is going on right now. And it was just different artists that like made animated, like virtually animated, like 
cat things. And it's like, <laughs> I was, you would click on one and go into it and it would start playing. And you're just in that room with the cat or whatever the scene is. And it was just like, I was, I was having way too much fun like looking at this because I was like, oh, it's a chonky cat challenge. Let me hop in here. And I I put on one and it was like it started playing uh fucking <laughs> chameleon air uh ride and dirty. <laughs> and that song's playing like and it's just this big fat gray cat fucking slouched over on a on a porch smoking a cigarette. And just like hanging out, and it's like it's like anime. It's like things are moving, and I'm just on the street, like looking around, like the fuck's happening. And then all of a sudden, when the song went, we roll in. The cat got up and fucking rolled down the stairs. And then when it went to the chorus, like riding dirty, he just started like fucking dancing down the street. And there's like other cats like smoking cigarettes. Like I don't know. Again, just stupid. But it's like no, it's VR. I'm having a good time. There's a game I went I went into a deep dive in YouTube of like people like saying like hidden gems that like are on Yeah. Uh, Hold on before or... do not forget this forget over what you're saying but Mike Alex Martin Mhm. You know who that is? Yes. So I'm going through this app in just random virtual reality art and I mm-hmm. happened to go into one that was his art. Oh, that's nice. It was very I was like, "Wait, I know Alex." And then like I was like, oh, it is Alex. I was like, oh, this is fucking kind of awesome. Anyways, Tyler, what are you saying? Uh, there's a game. It's nine, It's $10. It's crazy. It's basically people either saying depressed things or happy things, but like it's people's personal thoughts that they say in the bubbles, and you go into this world, and you can like, everything's like anonymous. And I was like, dear God, this seems like it could get really dark really quick. Like you can just like say stuff like you can tell a story of positivity or you can say negativity of something you did in your life. And it's just like people going through other people's thoughts, basically. And you can click on people that they submit. I bet you that a majority of that game is actually like not people being douchebags because it sounds like there's a game. You have to pay for it. it. So it's like it's not something that like it reminds me of a of a game that's on PC that I forget the name of. Um, it's like I think the name has letters in it. Like I think it's like you know. Oh, you know what? It might be called Kind Words. That might even uh, be the game on that too. I don't even know, but so it, yeah. So it's called Kind Words, Lo-Fi Chill Beats to Write to. Um, yeah, that's cool. And it's basically like everything's anonymous, and you just write letters, and they go off, and they get sent to people, and you can yeah. like. I think you can write letters back, but it, it's it's basically just like people talking about good things or like if they're going through a bad time, you know, people responding and like saying kind words back to them. I don't know. It, yeah. it, it's what's the name of this other game that you're talking about? I will. I'll let you know when we. I, it's on my phone and I'm using my phone, but um, I I already saved them all on my game or like looked them all up. Interesting. Uh yeah, I'll t- uh, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of free games I down- that are in queue. Actually, I can probably tell you right now they're in queue to download. But um, uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I um, I'm a big fan. I'm I'm happy with the purchase. I I don't yeah, think I would ever I don't feel like I wasted money or anything. It's you know, it's I already feel like I got more out of it in two weeks, and it's probably worth at this fucking point. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think that I would go back to my PSVR version of Beat Saber. I'll definitely, 
you know, there's some games like Astrobot that I never finished. That's fantastic. That's on PSVR. Uh, the the biggest thing that I'm at right now is I really, really want to play Tetris Effect again. I've, I've never played it, so I'm gonna probably eventually get that. I've spent like four hundred dollars in like two weeks on this thing on games alone. Yeah, it's bad. I don't know. It's like it's really bad, and I'm just cycling through all these games, and I want to play every single one of them. But I mean, it's just. I, I think I think the next game I want to get is the is the bow and arrow rogue like game that you, I think you should you get got. that game because it's a good it, like it can get aggressive sometimes and I feel like it's a good workout game I feel like you can incorporate that into well like th- as I was sitting down trying to play today I was like tonight I was like I I love pistol whip and I like I like pistol whip and I like beat saber and I didn't play those regardless but like I was like I don't want to sweat because I just took a shower I'm like what can I play and I was like I don't really have something. Oh, that- to play yeah. it'll probably it'll work your arms good i feel like it'll i feel like a lot of the games i've been playing between that and uh population one it's like i feel like my shoulders are getting like an insane like my shoulders hurt on my body yeah. right now and it feels like i've been like going to the gym basically and mm-hmm. i've been like basically bitching and moaning because i like going to the gym and i was really back into the gym and because of covid i haven't been to the gym in fucking eight months so it just sucks so and I haven't found a solution. I tried getting a bike, and that didn't really work. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna just keep on doing this day in and day out. I mean, I'll probably it, play an hour or two. Uh, and I the mean, bow and arrow game, Death on Chain, is like, it's a game you can play once a day and be like, cool, and like see what the the challenge is for the day, and like you know, you yeah, you'll you'll be down for it. You'll love it. I'll have to check it out. Is there anything else that you downloaded, Mike, on your your quest? Uh, no. I don't think so. I uh, like I told you, I spent my time trying to figure out how to do the link thing to your to PC. Like a, yeah. Did you buy anything on Steam for VR yet or no? Um, I only took one. I got one free game just to see if it would work. And it mm-hmm. did. But I, I'm not going to play because like it, it was a zombie game and I didn't feel like dealing with that kind of. Uh, yeah. That kind of stuff in my life right now. I'll I'll probably is half-life alex uh like is it it will work on the quest yeah. right yeah as long as i plug yeah. it in okay yeah I, in the, the game that i tried was on steam and it and it worked how um how do you do i have to do anything to get it to work with steam or no so you will have to download the Oculus program on your computer and you might need to download on Steam there's a something called Steam VR. I think you can download it on Steam. Just have them both and then I believe one of two things will happen. Either one when you when you plug it in there's going to be like a new you have to enable Steam Link or no Oculus Link, something, something beta on the headset. Um, and then you get into it, it's gonna be a different UI. So this is where I'm gonna get it. This is one of two things will happen. Either one, the games that you have that are compatible will just be listed in there, or gotcha. you'll have to open up Steam VR within the Oculus and then you can go into your own Steam store and pick up the game. So for me, both Steam VR and uh, whatever game I got on Steam are listed inside my Oculus when I connect it and I try and play things. And I could just launch the game directly. 
interesting. Honestly, oh, Half of Alex at sixty thing. bucks. Blah. Yeah, I would pay that in two seconds. But uh, just just based off of what I read on it. But uh, honestly, and for people who've never had a VR, this the ease of use on this thing is fucking ridiculous. So if you just log in, you take it off. It's 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 probably the most user friendly thing I've got in a while. Basically, yeah. trying to, it's it's really really yeah they did a really good job with it. Yeah, it's 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 pretty it's a it's a pretty great experience. I, I think the only thing that, you know, and kind of myself included, but I think the only thing that people might have issues with is just the fact that you that you have to sign in with Facebook. You have to have a Facebook account. Um, and we haven't even bought the army game yet, the onward multiplayer game, because I'm sure we'd like that. But... Yeah, I, I would. Uh, we don't need that at the moment, I don't think. No, Population don't. one, by the way, also has cross play with Steam. So like the the community of players will probably still. Like it'll, oh, it'll right. I have to be buy squadrons. That's why I begin forgetting to do. I have to buy squadrons. Yeah, squadrons. That's only on the PC version, though, right? I don't think it's on the Quest. I think you have to play it. Yeah, I know the up. PC version. That's what I mean. Because uh, I was going to get it for PlayStation, but I maybe I'll just get it here. It doesn't uh, matter either way. It's it's crossplay. So it's wherever cross-play. you wherever you know, if you want to play with Dom yeah. or something, you can just play. Regardless of uh, where you're at, the the other kind of cool thing I saw with the quest when I plugged it in was that I could, uh, I could view my own desktop from within the quest, mm-hmm. and then I had the option to take out individual windows and then move them around. So, um, I could have, let's say, I was doing this with the quest right now. I could drag out Discord to be its own separate window within the VR space and just like have it off the side over here. That's kind of cool. Um, and then I, I haven't played around with it that. I have. I should check it out. Yeah. Have either if you of you? Port. Yeah. Have either of you checked out the hands thing on the Quest, where you can put the controllers down and use your hands to? Yeah, I did. I, I think I prefer the controllers though. Yeah, I think I would too. I didn't try it yet. As soon as it said, hey, can you let us, like, know what your hands look like? I was like, "Mm, maybe some other time. (laughs) Yeah. You're asking a lot for me right now, Facebook. You're seeing inside my house. You're going to see my hands. You can probably see my face all the time. I I will (laughs) say one of the things I like about the the experience with the Quest, you know, since it's a a non-tethered situation where we can just kind of move around freely, I like the other day I was playing in the living room, uh, but like I didn't want to put on headphones and I was being loud. So Jen was like, Oh, can you do that in the other room? I'm like, yeah, no problem. And it's like when you define your play space, I Todd talked about it last week. You just kind of, you can either do two things. You can do a stationary thing where you're not moving and it's just a, a circle around you, or you can define your space so you can move around in it. And that's the whole space. So you draw on the ground your space. If you step outside of that space, it then immediately turns your headset into a camera of what's in front of you. So you're seeing your actual surroundings. So like, you know, without having to disengage, without having to fucking take my headset off, not that taking the headset off is a big problem, but it's like, I just started walking into the other room and it flips to a camera and it's like, you know, I can see my, where I'm going. It's not like walking into shit. And then I just go into the bedroom and I just fucking make my like space again. And I just started playing again. I was like, this is fucking the future or something. I don't know. It's <laughs> right. so weird. 
it, it's just and like I, it's it's dumb, but it makes big. it feel so futuristic to me. I don't know why. No, agreed. Like my living room is pretty big, so I have like a a pretty large area that I'm working with when mm-hmm. I'm using this thing. Where like this is like the first time ever I've had like a large area, to use. and uh, it's crazy. It really is. And then I'll like take the headset off, and I'm like, wait, I'm here. I was like, wait a second, like, because it's like I'm like seven, like seven or eight by eight. Where my my thing is huge, and I, yeah. every time I'm like, I'll be like staring at the curtains, like to go outside, and I'm like, oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, we yeah, I don't move like I'm I'm pretty good at like keeping my place. Like I don't like move off of where I am a lot. Maybe I don't Walk, know. the Walking Dead game I end up doing it all the time because it's you kind of got to be like alert, you know. I feel like I'm always just like turning. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's just different. Yeah. Interesting. You should just buy the Walking Dead game. I highly recommend it. That, that's not what I'm buying. I it's might buy that other game. It's not remotely scary. It's not even about it being scary. It's just, it's not, I'm not looking, it's not like a thing no, I want to play right now. But I'm, I'm telling you right now, it's it's probably like the best use of the VR next to Half-Life Alex, probably. And I haven't played Half-Life Alex, so obviously. But from what I read all the time, it's like the next best thing you can get to that. And it's on the quest. So it's like, it's fun as hell, man. You scavenge for shit. You like get to upgrade like your weapons and food and all this other stuff. It's crazy, bro. I got population one. I don't need that shit. No, you I'm don't. Scavenging I mean, population right now, one. Like down the line, I think it's a game you should play though, personally. Yeah, I mean, maybe at some point, I'm not. I'm not gonna. That's not play too that. expensive. It's forty bucks too. It's not like terrible. I think forty bucks is a seal, and there's a horde mode coming out. I think it's co-op. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass for now. That's not not an experience. Down I'm the like, line, down the line. Look, yeah, maybe down the line. We'll see. I will say, Mike, I, I know this wasn't a thing I brought up on, on the air, but I talked about it with you separately that I felt like Beat Saber wasn't tracking my hands properly. But I, I, figured out, that. I, like... I figured out what the problem was. It's not that it wasn't tracking my hands properly. It's that the PlayStation Move controllers are like a fucking sword they're a rod they're like a straight yeah. object where the you know the yeah. are these called the touch controllers what are these called oh no mm-hmm. i think they're called the oculus touch controllers these are are clearly not because they hold they're in your hand like this i think yeah. the i i have to i have to like put the headset on to figure it out but like holding the playstation move controller in my hand it's like the way that i'm holding it like the top of it is the top of the beam in Beat Saber. So like I'm swinging oh, it as sense. it is okay. yeah, yeah. where holding this is not it the same like the trigger. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like coming out at an angle. It's not coming out like, like uh, this. So that's what okay. I had to, I had to like process in my brain that like holding it, like, the, like how I'm holding, how you're supposed to hold the touch controller is a different angle of the sword the, yeah so that's what you have to like play around with in your brain to kind of yeah, you know okay. de- decompartmentalize um the the thing that i found that worked for me was that like you know obviously i play beat saber because i'm fucking trying to sweat and build up a heart rate so like i am like gripping the controller with force mm-hmm. what i found to do with uh the touch controller is I don't think any of the buttons do anything while you're playing Beat Saber. I don't even know how to pause in Beat Saber on Quest, where you can pause on PlayStation. I don't have no idea how to pause on on the Quest. So none of the button presses do anything. So I would just play with my hands touching all the buttons, like press down. 
And I feel like mm-hmm. that helped me figure out uh, where to like visualize yeah. my hand in regards to the the saber. Right. I'll have to think about that because I I held my move controllers in a not a weird way, but um, I was definitely more wrist centric when I was doing my movements. Like my arms didn't move around a lot. I would just kind of kind of flick my wrist to hit notes. So I'll have to think about that. I did so which which I would do that sometimes too. You can still do that. It's just the the way that your hand automatically holds the Oculus controller, mm-hmm. it's a different angle from for the, the for the thing. Yeah. The the other thing I noticed is that um I think because the Oculus controllers are lighter than the move controllers, um I you can fact check that for me right yeah. now. I, no, they I, are. I just, I mean, I, I yeah. didn't, I didn't disbelieve you. I just want to see for myself how the, yeah. how the weight difference. I think my, my hands weren't prepared for it. So for instance, um, I can't, I've never been able to beat the songs in the, what's the name of that artist? I, I think it's called like Camilla or Camilla. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was doing better with, the oculus because i could move my hands faster but at the same time my hands were moving so fast i wasn't prepared for it. like i was hitting myself like my hands were just bumping into each other because they I've were moving around so much into, i've hit both of my controllers like especially in the walking dead i i've hit both circles together at some point i'm like oh shit or i've hit it against my head at once, once yeah. or twice. the controllers uh, run off of one battery i didn't know that yeah, oh, wow. and I'm at, I'm still at like seventy percent, and I've put a lot of a lot of time into this thing. It's crazy, so it's good. Considering Xbox, I go through like two batteries a week when I'm playing it like heavy. Yeah, I'm surprised. That that, ex- that explains the lightness. But I do uh, think that uh, the the regular battery it's it's not bad because like I don't think you should be playing forever, but I could play for like three or four hours straight. And, you can only you're you're good for like two and two 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 hours fifteen two hours thirty minutes maybe. Uh, yeah, I think, I think it depends what game you're playing, and I think it depends yeah, it if you're streaming, which I we didn't mention. And I'll briefly mention you can just seamlessly stream to Facebook, which you know maybe that's not the that's ideal place want. you want to be streaming, but it's what they want though. It's, yeah, it's, of course it's what they want, but you can just go live and it just starts. I mean, I know you popped into my pistol whip the other night, Mike, the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how, how how was that view? Was it just show up on my Facebook page? Yeah, I wonder if there's a way to tie it to like a you know if you were a streamer and had a streamer page or something. There must be a way to could, tie it. Could you could you tie it to pass the controller? Though? Like, well, that's you, why I, that's why I was like asking. A, I wonder if there's yeah. a way to tie it to pass the controller. Sure. Um, yeah, hold on, let me call Zuck right now. <laughs> yeah, got down on speed dial because like he's head of marketing. He's I, I, yeah, he I should also, be at this point. He sold two I, fucking headsets last week. It, uh, to be fair, like I was already three, considering three getting it because I got Josh too. Oh yeah, he did. He did convince someone else that we know, Mike, to fucking buy one. He sold three I, headsets in a in a week. Go give me my money, and yeah. I, I haven't seen Josh on it that much, so I, I get it. We get it like I haven't either. so he can actually like experience it, you know, yeah. better. I think that's half the battle. I mean, it's late now. I don't know if Dom is still trying to play Fortnite, but if he's not trying to play Fortnite, I'm down to hop in some VR. Oh, I'm getting on VR. I was going to say, I was hoping you guys would get on VR because I'm fucking going to be on VR. All right. Well, this has I'll, been a very long I'll, episode of the podcast. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's wrap. What is let's it about, wrap, like hour, tw- hour 10, hour 20? We're like two hours and 20 minutes at this point. 
Oh, you fucked up. It's almost 11 o'clock. Now I'm going to be up to like 2 or 3. I hate you guys. You're going to be up anyway, you asshole. Uh, (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Episode 226 of the Past Control Podcast. As always, you can find all of our content at pastthecontroller.io on Twitter and on Instagram at pastcontroller and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash pastcontroller. If you're a friend of the show, fan of the show, want to help support the show, the easiest way to do that and the freest way to do that is to subscribe to the podcast on social media, share the podcast with a friend, and leave us a review on whatever apps let you leave reviews. If it's on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, we would love it there. If it's somewhere else, we would love it there too. But uh, that stuff really helps us grow and expand the show. So doing those things is uh, the best way you can support us. Uh, If you do have a few bucks kicking around and want to help support the show, you can do that in three different ways. You can subscribe to the Switch channel at twitch.tv slash pastcontroller. You can buy something from our shop at pastthecontroller.threadless.com or you can become a patron at patreon.com slash pastthecontroller and, uh, you know, throw us a couple of bonesies that way. As always, you can find me at Groom. You can find Todd at Toddy underscore by underscore nature. You can find Mike at underscore mycopath. And again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, episode 226. The pandemic isn't over. If you have to go out, please social distance, please wear a mask, and please vote.